Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Okay, if you took a video during the birth of any of your children or maybe during your wedding or of your graduation or, uh, you know, some other important event in your life, I'm curious if you've watched it or if that's a tradition that you do or, you know, I just got questions. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. I can't really, you know, I, I think the other day I heard Steve on the Donna and Steve show uh, sharing that he had a video of one of the births of one of his children. Yeah. He showed it to Ryan. I don't know if you know this. That actually happened. That's and, really disturbing. And it occurred to For me. For a number of reasons. Uh, it occurred to me. I just thought, you know, I... I don't have a video of any of my births. I don't, I have pictures of moments around them. Um, and I don't have any video. I don't believe there's a video of my wedding. Um, and I don't even know because I don't. Well, that was what the seventies. They didn't have, that's when I was born. (laughs) That's they didn't have those things back then. Anyway, I I just was curious. I just was wondering if, People uh, who have taken those videos. Why are you curious? Like, what are you curious about? Like, well, you, you, because, well, you know, I, I'm. Is this I guess a passive? I'm, here's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Is this a passive aggressive judgment in some way? No. Um, which is totally legit because I have those all the time. They're yeah. more aggressive, but. Mm-hmm. Um, but where is this coming from? I just was, you know, honestly, it is literally just a curiosity. Like, if you take those videos, what? do you do with them? Yeah. I'm not, it really does not come from a judgmental place. I just have always been curious about that. When, when I was asked if I would be videotaping my births, I was like, no, I don't know why I would. I just, for me knew that I would never watch them. I did it because I didn't even really want to watch it in the moment. You didn't take pictures or anything. There are pictures that exist of, uh, well, one baby. Well, no, all of them, I guess. Uh, emerging from me, yes, Ew, but like emerging from not you? like none of the action, well, like that's none the of thing like the, I, the the big the that I feel like area. You know, I, I don't have a horse in this particular race, to be quite honest with you, because I'm never going to find myself in stirrups shooting a baby out of me. But I would imagine that that's a very personal experience, and yeah. that you'd have to. But you know, I don't know if you've met the world in which we live. People have to document everything now, and and people want to, you know, you know, you. I, I bet you could find these videos on YouTube. Oh, there are. Yeah, trust me. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you have a video of, say, I don't know, your birth or your wedding or graduation, I mean, do you watch that? Because I just wanted to know. I was Would just you watch curious. it? No. 
I don't think I would. I actually, you know, we talked a little bit about this earlier, and I actually, just from a curiosity point, like, I think it was B. Arthur, she's like, would you ever watch video of yourself being born? And I was like, yeah, I think as a curious person, I certainly would. I don't think there's anything weird about it. I Do I want to watch other people give birth? No, but I imagine as a human being who, like, I am never going to have that experience, so I'd be kind of curious what it actually looked like. It's also, it would have been the 70s, so it would have just been cool to see, like... Because allegedly they had to pull me out with the salad tongs. Oh, they they didn't use the forceps. They no, actually, actually had salad tongs. Salad tongs. But my mom always said they pulled me out with the salad tongs. <laughs> I hope they didn't leave a crouton in there. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, Bradley would never leave any food behind. Hey. Uh, Shelly's on the line. Hi, Shelly. Shelly, have you, uh, do you ever watch any of those kind of home videos? Well, actually, I do have a video of my wedding, which I never watched, and I do have a video of my daughter graduating, which I never watched. But the video that I do have, that I do watch, is a video that we took, uh, actually, of our grandmother, um, who was 98 years old before she passed away, asking her questions about her childhood and her oh, life and okay. stuff like that. That's awesome. So when I miss her, I just pop in the video yeah. and I get to see her and listen to her. So you know what, Shelly, that's so cool because I I have a similar video of my great-grandmother um, and we're doing the same thing. We're sitting on a couch and she's telling us about her life. I was young and you can tell I wasn't interested and didn't quite understand like what was going on. <laughs> But but it is really meaningful, and I love to go back and watch that one because, like you said, when you miss them, it kind of brings them back, right? Thanks. Right. For- and then the other generations that never knew her, right? Now we have videos, so we can show her. Yes, yeah. this was your great grandmother, or your great great grandmother. Yeah, that's so cool. Thank you, Shelley. Let's. And- Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and I also think it just depends on what the video is. I mean, I think mm-hmm. you can videotape a birth without being like, I'm all up in the business. For sure. Like I said, like I have pictures that are not from the business angle. and They're from like the side um, and they're cool. Um, and like I think of them as, I mean, they're personal. My kids have seen them because that they think that's cool. Yeah, of course. I, I just don't know if they if they would have wanted to see themselves actually emerging. Let's go to Carrie, or is it Kari, uh, uh, on the line. Uh, hi, is it Carrie or Kari? Hello? My other sister. Oh, is Kari there, or is it Carrie? It's Carrie. Oh, okay. Hi, Carrie. Oh, now she's Hello. gone. Oh, there you are. Thank you. Hi, Carrie. Do you have a, a video like this that you watch? I- I do. I have a um, birth video of my daughter from 20 years ago that is very graphic, and I don't watch it because it's so horrifying. Yeah, but do you? Well, like- who was filming this experience? First of all, well, I somebody in the delivery room that I wasn't aware was uh, filming. Wait it. a minute. Yeah. First of all, 20 years ago, the camera had to be huge. But how were you unaware that somebody was filming you? Well, I was kind of busy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, You're not you paying were. attention. Yeah. So I wasn't really thinking about what was going on besides that. So I I tried to watch it twice and it's way too scary to watch. Wow. Do you think do you get the, does has your daughter does your daughter know that it exists? Has she ever wanted to watch it? She does know it exists. Uh-huh. She kind of started to watch it and then said, no, I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's too funny. That's well, fascinating. Thank you for your call, I Carrie. S- 
I still don't understand why somebody unbeknownst to the woman involved was taking film of that. But I that would yeah. I, I might have a hard time with that. Uh, and Lois will be the final word on Lois. this. Hi, Lois. Hi, Kelvin and Bradley. Hi. I my daughter got married in 1993, and we just sat down a couple of days ago, a week ago. And watched their whole entire wedding. Oh, that's sweet! All everybody together, and had they watched it? Yes, um, they hadn't in a while. Yeah, and in, in a few years. But yeah, it was really cool to see how young everybody looked. I know it's it, it, it does change fast. <laughs> Thank you, Lois. Thanks, Lois. This is how long ago I got married. I have an audio tape of my wedding. Oh, sure. That's yeah. it, though. Like just an audio tape, and then the professional pictures. And that's all. Yeah. And it sits in a drawer and I don't, well, I don't even know if I have anything to play it on I think it's just one of those things like it's nice to have and maybe someday who knows, you know, uh, as a person who loves history, I think anything you capture, you know, someday in the future may be appreciated by a different generation. I don't know that we need to be close up to the, you know, that said, you know, there's really nothing unnatural about the experience. I think it's just that you know, it's a private experience. Right. So I just wouldn't want to be like, hey, you know, it's interesting, though, because like, you know, I had a my father documented everything. I mean, every time we went on vacation, he took video every where we were. He was behind the camera taking pictures. So we've got lots of pictures and lots of video of us growing up, um, which is cool. And I bet someday my kids will think it's awesome. I just remember that he was always the one behind the camera. And so like, wasn't always interacting with us. And so as I don't know if it's like a subconscious thing, I just, I am not good about taking pictures or video at all because I feel like it takes me out of the moment. Anyway, to each their own. I just thought, I was just curious, like what happens to those videos after after people take them? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh man, we got to get the Cobra Gang together because there's a mystery that needs oh to God. be solved. Uh, uh, somebody who is uh, touching some things might have killed some things. That's all I'm going to say. You okay, want to listen for more? We'll solve that mystery and see if we can solve the real mystery after this on My Talk 107.1. Well, this might just be the biggest case that the Cobra Gang has ever gotten to take on. It's a murder mystery. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And when there's a mystery to solve, we just call ourselves the Cobra Gang. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, Exclusive. Okay, you guys, we have to talk about a murder mystery, the likes that even Jessica Fletcher would have a hard time figuring out. Okay, what is it? It involves none other than actor Kevin Spacey and one of his first accusers. (gasps) Wait a minute, and it's a murder mystery? Who's been murdered? The first accuser slash whistleblower. (gasps) Now, everything I'm about to tell you comes from a place It's called Radar Online. It is a very tried and true, genuine, totally legit and above board, transparent publication of nothing but straight hard news. Dot, dot, dot. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, No, I know. So I open, I see this headline, Colleen, disgraced Kevin Spacey caught up in murder scandal. What? 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 And it goes on to say Spacey's alleged first accuser has been found dead. What? So the first, and I'm reading verbatim now. So these are not my words. These are the words of 
Radar Online and somebody who works there. The first whistleblower. And I'm reading this and I'm thinking to myself, whoa, right? this is legit. Because we've not heard about Kevin Spacey. Now, here's the thing. We should say, if you don't know the story about Kevin Spacey, who would be whistleblowing on Kevin Spacey? Well, I thought the first whistleblower was Anthony Rapp. Yeah, so I know. I feel like that might have made well, headlines. That was my, first, my first thought was, was it the kid that he tried to... Um, well, he actually did grope mm-hmm. uh, at that bar in Boston or Massachusetts somewhere in the Cape. Mm-hmm. Or, but then I saw it was a woman and I'm like, is that his mom? She's dead. What? So then I read the first whistleblower to go public with allegations branding shameless Kevin Spacey a sexual predator is dead and her grieving family are demanding answers. So I think to myself, whoa. This is fascinating. Apparently, her name is Linda Culkin. And apparently, she was walking to her home when, quote, she was mowed down by a Toyota as she stepped into a busy intersection. Ah. Okay, so I'm doing math in my head. Beep, boop, 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 beep. Was Kevin Spacey behind the wheel of this Toyota? Does he drive a a Toyota? It would be kind of random, but not totally impossible. He could have gone to a rental place and picked up a car and mowed her down. True. If, in fact, she blowed his whistle or blew the whistle on him. She was a whistleblower Mm -hmm. against him. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking to myself, that sounds like an episode of a show I want to watch. But this can't possibly be true, right? I mean, first of all, who is Linda Culkin? Well, that's the so, thing. I've never heard of this person. Allegedly. Any relationship to Macaulay or Kieran. This has nothing to do with Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin did not try to kill Kevin Spacey. Okay. Let's not confuse people. Okay. So in this world exclusive report, Radar Online says that investigators have launched a murder probe into her mysterious death. While meanwhile, Kevin Spacey felt faces a felony charge of indecent assault for groping a young man. Okay, when did this happen? When did what happen? This alleged incident, well, this incident that ended up causing the death of this woman. This happened in March. Okay, where was Kevin Spacey? That is a great question. But we don't even need to get that far down the road. Oh, okay. Because here's the thing. When I saw this, I'm like, well, who's Linda Culkin? Do you want me to tell you who Linda Culkin is? Because well, yeah. Radar says she was a whistleblower. But we never heard her name. Don't and we talked about, I thought we talked about the majority of the accusers of Kevin Spacey. Turns out Linda Culkin, who was convicted in 2013 of making bomb anthrax and other death threats, was struck uh, on this particular day. And this is a, the tragic part of the story. She really did. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. 
die. She was um, hit by a car while crossing traffic on a green light. Um, Apparently, the driver tried to avoid hitting her, but hit another vehicle head on. Both drivers remained at the scene. She was taken to the hospital where she died later. So that doesn't sound like to me some Toyota mowed this woman down as she stepped into the street as if as Radar Online would have you believe. Yeah. I So this really does sound like it was an accident. Um, apparently, yes. Also, remember I told you, according to Radar Online, she was a whistleblower yeah. on Kevin Spacey? But between 2009 and 2011, federal investigators say that Ms. Culkin mailed threats to several people and their workplaces in the U.S. and abroad. She even uh, sent hoax bomb threats, causing police in a foreign city near one one of the biggest train stations in the country to evacuate a building and close off a neighborhood. Another time, an envelope containing white powder that looked similar to anthrax caused people uh, nearby to be quarantined, uh, fearing for their death. She was so obsessed with Kevin Spacey, saying at one point she threatened to kill him and also sent bomb threats to his workplace. This is not a woman who was a whistleblower of Kevin Spacey. This was like a stalker of Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey did not mow this woman down, and Radar Online is just a flaming pile of trash. Go home, you're drunk. You guys solved that mystery. It was quick. Yes! All right, you're in the corner, Radar Online. We've got more celebrities behaving badly after this. We've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and we call these celebrities (laughs) behaving badly. D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. everyone i would like to share my douchebag with you okay um uh, let can't me... say no to an offer like that <laughs> fair abraham hi, hi she again. was your douchebag yesterday yes uh she's mine today do you know why why because she's running around new york city in a bra <laughs> and what else a bra that's it yeah no literally oh gosh i mean she's got pants on and some sort of like weird croc Nikes. I don't know what those things are, but you know. Um, I also want to take to task this, the tablards, specifically the Daily Mail, but any of them that republish this crap, because I want to know how you get this gig. Okay. So mm-hmm. let me just explain to you what the gig is. Yeah. The gig is Farrah Abraham, quote, looking fit and fabulous as she was spotted working out in New York City on Monday. <laughs> like they just happened upon Fair Abraham, 14 right. Mom Star. Right. As she was jogging and doing some squats in Madison Square Garden. No, that didn't just happen. This was a planned event. And the world that we live in right now is such that somebody's job is to get up out of bed in the morning, dust it off, and head to Madison Square Garden to watch Farrah Abraham do squats in a sports bra. I mean, that's the world we live I in. I know, I know. And like, and then get, you know, after her real hard workout, she stops and gets a Starbucks and walks across the street as though it's a runway. I mean, when you look at these oh. pictures. Oh, that wasn't Starbucks. That was Shake Shack. Oh, She's sorry. drinking Whoops. a shake. Okay. I mean, is that really an appropriate post-workout? I mean, actually, that's probably <clears throat> actually, what I would do, but not, yeah. yeah. Uh, in any case, she, I mean, it's just so frustrating 
to see because you're like they serve it up as though like she was they just, just were out like doing oh no, a thing. wait what well, I oh that's Farrah Abraham she's get, just a girl on the get goal the professional camera and take a picture and look at that she's just got her hair and and by the way ladies I love you I love all of you I want to give you big hugs I don't even mind when I give you a really big hug and I'm feeling some stuff it's just I it's it's a mutual appreciation society right we love each other. But you don't go to a workout with hair and no. makeup like that. No, and then no. jewelry. And more importantly, you don't end a workout with makeup and hair like that. She's nope. running. If you showed up that way, with, you leave looking way worse. She's like running through New York City and doing squats in full drag. <laughs> With three necklaces on. And you know full well and, that and, she ran a grand total of 10 to 12 feet. Yes, and, <laughs> and about 65 pounds worth of somebody Spackle else's hair. on her face. No, that oh, hair sorry. that yeah. she's wearing, which is not hers. That is like, oh. you know, I mean, that's like the equivalent of me wearing a workout, you know, like a CrossFit vest mm-hmm. where you put extra weights on. Yeah. Like, I just... I. This is the most asinine thing. I don't understand who's. How, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> like, where is this? You know, like, which came first? The self obsessed celebrity wannabe in the form of Fair Abraham or the media who is predisposed to prop this up for what purpose i don't know other than to sell clicks so it's like this weird it's like those sharks and the little fish that suck onto the sharks mm-hmm. can i tell you a blind item secret <gasps> yes. yes allegedly this all come this information comes from the website crazydaysandnights.net but what the rumor is is that when you see these photos like this over on the right-hand side, I assume that's where you found that on the dailymail.com, that these photos kind of act like the story we talked about yesterday with the Instagram models. Meaning that these photographs show that Fair Abraham is in New York City and is available for business, if you know what I mean. Okay. Holly uh-huh. Roberts, give yourself a Pulitzer or a what do they call those when you do the good investigating? A Pulitzer. A pu- pu- Pulitzer. I'll take you the Swedish? Pulitzer. That's fine. <laughs> you know I'm Swedish. So that means you. Pulitzer. That's actually the Nobel Prize is from Sweden. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> Any who'sy whatsy. That is interesting. Now, this is the part, I'm sorry, I'm going slightly back around to what we were talking about yesterday with the Instagram accounts that are showing off models that are allegedly um, sex sex workers. workers, Yeah, for hire. uh, And that Fair Abraham falls into that category according to some blind items, right? Yeah, that she, well, and she would be certainly at a level that most aren't. And to Holly's point, there's a blind item that alleges that those uh, photographs on the side of, you know, where they say such and such, you know, out for a workout in New York City, just to tell the people who might hire her that she's in New York City and available. How do people... Like, this is my big question. The people who are paying for the services, the customers, the John, John, thank you. 
how do they know how the game works? I mean, is there somebody yeah, who like, is never, there like an is there like a I don't know a concierge that like I don't know how hey, did they learn uh, just, all the tricks just of the to trade? Just to let you know, this weekend uh, I was flipping through the Daily Mail and I see we've got a Farah Abraham, we've got a Courtney Stodden, we've got an Octo Mom, etc. Yeah, it's like to so put in your weird. order now. Oh my gosh! I mean, I don't want to believe that the world through. is really that sad, but at the same time, if there's a very, very wealthy gentleman out there or lady who has purchased the services of one of these people, please call our show because we would love to give you an entire hour's worth of airtime. Because I truly, I am just fascinated by this whole. Like, are 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 we being naive or are we? Being tinfoil hat people. I, just I don't, don't even know. know. I don't even know. But can I just, I'm going to tell you who my D bag is in just a second. But yeah. speaking of those pictures on the Daily Mail, did, have you seen the most recent? There was a, a headline today. I almost made my D bag. Chloe Kardashian slips into skin tight leggings as she takes daughter True out for lunch after clapping back at trolls over criticism of her plump pl- pout. That was a mouthful. Can you please look at the pictures of Chloe? And can I ask why? What is? I don't understand what's happening with the Kardashians. There, I don't. I can't figure out who they're trying to look like now because it used to be that it was like Kylie was trying to look like Kim, right? (laughs) But now Chloe's trying to look like Kylie. It's so confusing. I don't understand. Also, I feel like all of the children in that family, the now grandchildren, are going to grow up and be Not like, look anything how like did I parents. get this face when you look like that? Well, because the sad thing is they'll They're have gonna, the face. I know. They can buy it. Okay, now on to my actual D-bag. My D-bag is all of the tabloids that are reporting the following. <clears throat> Brad Pitt apparently brought, bought Jennifer Aniston a $50 million gift for her 50th birthday. And that gift, by the way, was allegedly their marital home. Oh, I saw this. Is that not true? I mean, come. do you think it's true? I mean, I don't know. It's not. Because I'll tell you, the tabloids that are reporting it are like the mirror and other ones that you that we don't usually... There's a reason why you're not seeing this in like commonly in headlines. Yeah. Because it's ridiculous. But uh, allegedly, allegedly, according to this article, Brad Pitt, who went to Jennifer Aniston's 50th birthday party, he wanted to get her a gift. And the gift he opted to get her was the mansion that the two of them once shared when they were married. That had happened to go on the market. And he thought... She loves that home. I'll buy it for her. I'm sorry, but nobody's buying a home. Like, you don't buy a gift home. No, and if you... Like, do you give your ex-wife the home that you moved... That they moved out of? Well, that goes into this whole storyline, though, that they are, like, basically getting back together. Exactly. Yeah. Now, you buy a gift home for your parents. Right. When you make it big. Not for your ex-wife, like, years and years after the fact. And you don't buy the same house that you already had. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's just cockamamie. That's silly. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still busy scrolling through pictures of 
Kim Kardashian or Khloe Kardashian's many faces. Do you see how her present face is trying to look like the Kardashian has many faces and or that two is faces? What was that Barbara Streisand? The movie? mirror has two faces, but we are going to make a spinoff oh, of that called the Kardashian has many faces. I just do you. you here's what I wonder. Here's what I want to do. Guys, listen, we're doing it. We're doing a group trip. Okay, you know how like some shows they do like a group cruise, which, hey, sign us up for that Mm because I love a cruise. But I think we need to do a group trip to L.A. Mm -hmm. And here's what we're going to do. We're just going to rent like one of them, you know, TMZ buses, double double decker buses, Mm -hmm. buy some megaphones. We're all going to sit on the top. You can sit on the bottom too. just crack a window. Uh, fire up that megaphone and we're just going to drive around uh, LA calling and, celebrities no oh. and just telling celebrities like you ugly stop <laughs> doing this to your face stop the madness you don't you look like alien frog people it's, stop it, it now it's very odd we're going to do it's like it's community service work oh that's great and we're actually going to find Susan Powder to tell them to yes, stop the insanity stop the insanity you know what uh, like stop the pilates 24/7 she did some stuff didn't she Susan Powder didn't she inject some things into her face i I'm feel just like saying, she injected some other things but yeah i'm just saying that you know keep it natural y'all or you know i'm not even against fillers i love look you can use i i got my um like that coin slot i had on my forehead removed Mm -hmm. i mean you could literally have stuck a nickel in my forehead i got that removed with fillers and i look great and (laughs) (laughs) no i'm all for it botox the crap out of my face i don't need emotions most days i don't have them anyway exactly i don't even know how you got the lines in the first place but seriously, but on, but there's too much. It's happening. There's too much. And there's just a lot of doctors who will take, who yeah. will cash the checks, yeah. right? And they'll We're keep... just going to carry around a giant mirror. We're each going to have those handheld mirrors and a mm-hmm. megaphone. We're going to walk down the streets of LA and be like, look at yourself. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> it's so bizarre. But they all look this. They all are. They all look at each other and it looks normal to them. That's the problem. That is the problem. Yeah, man. If you go into a grocery store in Beverly Hills, oh god, everybody looks like. Oh my god! When you were in LA, so funky here, Uh, Holly. When you were in LA, you probably saw a lot of this. Every time I'm in places like that, or you know, my mom lives in Naples, and God bless Naples. There are a few of those uh, women who've. And men, actually, mm-hmm. people who have spent a lot of money altering their appearances. And it's you like we walk down the street and we're like, oh, my God, like Jamie will literally out loud go, oh, yeah, he's got like, a he problem. Will literally, I know, he has so an offensive. issue because we will walk by people and he will literally out loud as we're passing them go. <laughs> Oh, so if you're a human and you ever pass Bradley's partner, Jamie, and they and he says, you hear, oh, oh, you've done something wrong. Oh, man. Yeah, it's true. He's got. Yeah, he doesn't keep oh, it quiet. Oh, but here's the thing. When you go to a place like that, people working on their face that much, it's not because they want to look beautiful. It's because they want to telegraph that they have a lot of money. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And nothing they're in denial yeah. that they are aging. And that's, you know, a whole different conversation. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley has some suggestions for the James Bond franchise. I do. I do. And we're going to hear boobs. them. Okay. James boobs. After this on my talk one oh seven one. 
Hadley has a great idea for the James Bond franchise. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Okay, so it's not actually my idea. It's Daniel Craig and he thinks Bond should be a lady at some point. I think everybody should be considered, he told the Mirror. Also for women and for African Americans, there should be great parts across the board. So, um, <clears throat> James Bond, mm-hmm. woman, Jane Bond, Jane Bond, if you will. So, what's interesting, or you could call her James, games by James with a Y or something. Sure. I don't know. Here's the thing. Um, we talked about this last week. In fact, you'll remember there was a story about. Uh, having a female Bond villain. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, think of all the wonderful actresses who could play a female Bond villain. Well, I'm like, all of a sudden when I saw this, I was like, well, yeah, why didn't we talk about the fact that there should be a female James Bond? Doctor Who did it. Doc, Thank you, Doctor Who did it. Um, Scrooge in A Christmas Carol has been a woman. These Women roles. can do anything. Yeah, I mean, anything Adam and Eve. Anything you can do, I can do better. Adam and Steve. Look at that. See? So, um, no, but to me, I'm like, yeah, I think in 2019, it is not too hard to believe that James Bond could be a woman and and sell um, tickets. I feel like that cat is already out of the bag. Like, there are certainly going to be, there would be a torrent of misogynistic creeps who would come out of the woodwork and be like, you can't have James Bond, it's James, it's not Jane. It's like, well, yeah, but you idiot, it's Fiction. It's not real. James so Bond, I hate to break want. it to you, is not a real human. It's the same thing they did with Doctor Who. All these people were like, you can't have a female Doctor Who. It's a guy. Okay, we're talking about we're talking about aliens <laughs> who time travel in a box that's bigger on the inside. You can have a female Doctor Who and everybody will be just fine. Everything is possible. Yeah. And who would you cast as a female James Bond? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you could you I think instantly think of all the British actresses mm-hmm. who you'd want to play in a role like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what's her name? Who just won Olivia Coleman? She would make a good oh, James Bond, yeah. I think. Um, but you could do like a, you could skew a little bit younger and you could have like a well, she's not British, but Charlize Theron. I mean, you could there are a bunch of people. Yeah, that right? would make a good Lady Bond. Lady Bonds. Just don't call it Lady Bond. I, that's what I'm worried about. Okay. Yeah. If I'm going to be really honest. What are you worried I, about? We can't have nice things. And so I feel like if they went this direction, the Lady Bond, suddenly it would be like unicorns and rainbows and, you know, pink bows 
on James Bond. You know what I mean? And she should be like, I'm Jane Bond. Or like the whole movie would be. I'd like a mojito. Mildly. No, it wouldn't even be a mojito. It would be like a daiquiri. Daiquiri. Uh, Yeah. Blended. Yes. I'd like a pina colada. Do you have. And I don't want that. Do you have a sparkling rosé? Yeah. A frosé? Oh my God, I would die. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or we're going to get the reaction from fans. Remember Ghostbusters from three years ago? Oh, see, we can't have nice things, you guys. Uh-huh. We've tried. Okay, why are you trying to poo-poo on Lady Bond? I don't Bond? want to, because I want Lady Bond. Yeah. No, we're not poo-pooing on but it. But the we're, world is. We're, we're poo-pooing, poo-pooing on, on the, the world. And the poo-pooers. For, the poo- for poo-pooing. What's yeah. the point of poo-pooing on the world, poo-pooers? Because I'm tired of it. Yeah, look, I brought up <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yeah, in 2016 that okay. starred Kate McKinnon. But that was just a bad movie, right? No, actually, it was quite delightful. Oh, okay. It wasn't the best movie ever, but the poo-pooers poo-pooed on that movie before well, it even had what a about, chance. What about Ocean's 8? Eight? 8, yeah. I couldn't remember how, what the number was. I heard that was just an okay movie. Yeah, but still, I mean, sisters are doing it for themselves and people get all uppity about it. What? <laughs> I'm just enjoying listening to you pontificate about stuff. Currently, um, with your arms crossed, just getting like whatever. People are just you know can't have anything nice, man. Yes, you're absolutely right, but like think bigger, right? And I don't. And again, to your point, I don't want Lady Bond. I don't want like all these dumb jokes. Now, the problem with that is it's kind of James Bond is built in to have a bunch of those like dumb wink, wink, nudge, nudge, awkward silly stereotypical moments because i mean james bond in his essence is a misogynist mm-hmm. right like, yeah well i don't I mean it's you, a guy remember who, who you're talking to is, i've seen one yeah okay well holly sign off on it then but i feel like you don't have to be that deep into the canon of james bond to understand that he's kind of you know a, a like a, a, a misogynist yeah, he's yeah. like he, you know, drinks, wines and dines the ladies. Yeah. You know, he appeals to the sexy ladies. He only likes the sex. Like, you don't ever see James Bond going around with, like, a frump. You know? It's, like, he's like, ooh, I really right. get turned on by frumpily. <laughs> oh, I really get turned on by your Quacker Factory matching set. <laughs> wow. Don't say Quacker Factory. <laughs> wow. Um, Sensible knits. Or, ooh. you know, like, to... <laughs> To this end, why can't James Bond be? I'm just saying you could do something different, but you got to be smart about it. You got to be talented. Well, you could have a homosexual James Bond. You could have any kind of James Bond. Yeah, it's true. I just, you know what? I hope that someday they will consider making such a move, but then will be like you said, sensible about it and not make a joke or a mockery out of it. Yeah, I think you could be a little tongue in cheek with it, right? Like because you, you know the audience understands that this is, you know, a unique moment. So I feel like there could be some sassafras coming from Lady Bond. Yeah, um, in a way that sort of you know pokes at the man a little bit, but I you know I just wouldn't I, want yeah. it to be over the top. Yeah, because or, the yes. point is that she should be able to do the role. And you should be, you know, she is James Bond. Like, what is James Bond? James Bond inherits certain characteristics. Surely there is a woman on planet Earth who inherits those characteristics. It and is not can a do it in singular. Awesome you do not have to have a schweenus to be able to be James Bond. It's true. We're for it. I, listen, I green light your project. Okay. Thank you. I wish that others 
would do the same. Good. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, have you ever heard of Jojo Siwa? Oh, God. A.K.A. Jojo with a Bobo. Hey, guys. Okay, we're going to introduce you to her. And if you know who she is, she's a YouTuber. What are your feelings about her? 651-641-1071. We fell into a rabbit hole of Jojo Siwa. And we're going to take you with us after. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.